What's up, what's up, man? It's a beautiful Monday, the 1st of February. It's Black History Month. This is Marcus Griffin, and you're listening to Confessions from an Attic. I am pleased, in honor of Black History Month, to be with one of the blackest motherfuckers on the planet, Mr. Brett fucking Miller. Now, y'all know he white as shit, but nah, he one of the blackest motherfuckers. Almost close. Johnny Gold is a close second. I could put y'all like one and one A of the blackest motherfuckers that I know. Brett Miller, say what's up. Introduce yourself to the people. What's going on, everybody? You know, this is Brett Miller. Uh, But it's actually, it's it's Brett as is. That's what the... uh, a lot of the, the the people know me as you know as far as my stage. That's name. that's that's but, that's street but, shit for y'all. Well, yeah, kind of. My street name was something different, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> How's everyone doing out there? Hope everyone's doing well. It's February first. Yes, it is. Uh, Indeed, it is, man. Indeed, it is, yo. And I, I it, it's it's beautiful. This is a dope ass scene because I'm in his garage, <laughs> and he literally has anything you could possibly do that's a fucking hobby, y'all. He has drum set. A workout bench, a coffee table he ain't built that you can play cards on or cut up coke, you know. Like I said, it's how I envision shit. I was like, I'm going to do some coke, play some music, and work the fuck out to get off this high, you know. But as we all know, my I am clean and sober. I got about 100 days. Like I said, this is, nice. this is confessions from an addict. I don't, as I've said time and time again, this ain't your regular, like, I'm not preaching the sobriety like everybody would preach it. I've done the meetings thing. And I'm cocaine-free right now. My clean date is October 25th, but I'll have a beer. I'll smoke some weed. Some weed floating around in here. Soon I get a couple more drinks in, maybe I'll I, I partake, you know? But, um, man, let's get right to it, Brett. I got, I got, one of the first questions, being this is confession from an addict, is can you recall <laughs> the first drug you've ever seen? Uh, okay, well... Yes, I can. I can. I can definitely recall that. Um, I mean, you're talking outside of like cigarettes and beer, liquor, right? Oh, come of on. Course. That's, that's of you course. know, that's our, our, our fathers, you know, <laughs> gave us a sip of beer at seven. Like, you want to keep looking at it, boy? Here, take some. You know, put yeah, some hair on um, your nuts. And I didn't even know I had nuts at time at seven. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> well, so the first time I, I, the first drug I saw was was probably weed. Okay. But that was the first drug I saw like up close. You know what I mean? Like right here in my hands or, or my buddy pulls it out of his pocket. We're going to smoke a joint here. You okay. Know? But like one, one of the, the, when someone asked me a question like that. So he had to pause because he's seen a lot of drugs in his fucking hey, lifetime. He's like, man, first drug I ever saw. Okay. Because I, the first, I saw an incident okay. over drugs. Now, it wasn't like I saw the drug in my hand or something, but I knew it was a drug deal gone bad because I heard them arguing. I was about six years old. Oh, okay. And it was on Village Street, and it was a, they were right across the street. I'm in the front yard playing, and these two dudes are going at it over a dub sack of fucking dope. Now, when we say dope, for the listeners, well, is it, is it coke time, or is it weed? This time, it's the dope. This time, it was, uh, it was crack. Okay. This was back in the, you know, 80s, 90s, very early 90s. That's why I used to always hate when my mom be like, are you smoking dope? I always, like, no. when I heard dope, I thought of crack. It's either weed crack or, in, or, I call meth dope too, you know, yeah. but it's, it's yeah, it's crack or fucking meth. Or yeah, whatever. something hard. It's something hard, and, and who knows, maybe it was meth, but. Uh, I mean, are, we are in Riverside, so I can see that. Yeah. Because this happened in Riverside, right? Yeah, High Grove, um, uh, east side, north side, Rivers, Riverside over there by like Zorba's area. Okay. 
But this motherfucker pulled out a 12 gauge, you know, shot this motherfucker straight in the chest over this fucking dub sack. Fucking dope, man. Holy like, shit. Yeah, like, <laughs> so, like that, I'll never forget. That was the first incident, you know, like, I've, I've learned what drugs were because of that. Holy shit. Yeah. Damn. Crazy. Well, how it was used was going to be my next question, <laughs> but it didn't get used. Somebody it's got true. killed like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. It's crazy. Let me just give you a little backstory. I met Brett, I want to say about seven, eight years ago. And it's a trip when you, I first saw him on stage and I just loved his energy. That's the only thing I can mainly take from it. His energy was so fucking on fire. He was rolling. And, you know, when you look at comedy, one of the main things we try to look for in this craft is being comfortable on stage. And the dude is comfortable. The dude, he, he tells it to the max. And, I mean... That's one thing I got to give you props on, man. You are a fucking that, entertainer. He DJs. The motherfucker got a rap group. He he finds the hardest white motherfuckers I've ever seen. I don't know who the ball dude head dude name is, but JP, I just that's JP. The JP hustler. man, JP the hustler. Shout out to JP, my boy. Grim Reality, G R E. That's the label. You know what I mean? LSP, L's up out there, Denver, Texas, man. I shit, like, yeah. everywhere, everywhere. One of the reasons I got this man on is because I feel like there's some people in life where you you have like this parallel bond. Like I remember him about to get married as I was just like in my first year of marriage. And then he got divorced right around the same time. I think yeah. I was going through a divorce. So I'm like, holy shit. And that's, that's actually what even got us to be closer friends because that's when you and me started like roasting each other on Facebook. Oh, hardcore. all day like, long. Through those those divorces, it was like a year of Marcus and Brett tagging each other in like oh. fucked up memes or yeah, no, that was that was good. And you just gotta love it. Like when you don't take none of this shit personal. And that's what I'm learning on my journey. <laughs> like <laughs> motherfuckers take this life too personal and too serious at times. Yeah, like I like for one incident like just this past week, matter of fact, I tagged this dude. He's a big, uh, Le, I want to say Lorenzo Ball. That's one of the Ball brothers. I tag him like, hey, yo, your boy Ball dropped 27 with eight assists. Why are you tagging me in this? I'm not a hater. Bitch, I'm showing you props, motherfucker. It ain't always got to be about hate. And that's one of the relationships I got with. This is one of the strongest relationships I have because there's no hate between yeah. me and this man. None. You know what I mean? None. And I just love it because I know <laughs> I'm going to get all the stories so that brings to my next question. Man, healthiest relationship you've ever had. Wow. <laughs> See? I knew it's gonna stump him. This is the stump Brett question. Well, wow. when I was 10, I had a crush on a girl. No, healthiest relationship you've ever had. And yeah, and not holding hands in middle school. Like, I like you, or you know, like we're talking like shit, if you don't call back after two hours. Real, yeah, real relationship. And you, you, yeah. Um Bro, that's a good question because there's toxicity in every relationship I have, period. You know? <laughs> um, exactly. And then if you go like, well, if they weren't toxic or unhealthy, you'd probably still be with them. So I really can't. But could you? Because I'll admit, this confess from out of time, I'll admit, what's fucked up in the comedian's mind, because I feel like comedy isn't, Comedian is what, isn't what you do. It's who you are. And when I've had these healthy ones, I felt this is the most boring as shit okay, yeah, on the yeah, fucking planet. No, the reason real. I say this parallel no, shit, seriously. because his ex-wife hey. is beautiful, but I was like, oh, cool. You're trying to change your image. You know what I mean? I did that before. 
my ex-wife was the most healthy relationship I ever had. And it's not that I was bored. It's just she couldn't get with the times that... I can, and to testify to this, that. I, I like can, to can. fuck off sometimes. I like to be <laughs> plastered or I like to be... I want to cuss somebody out and I want you to have my back and be like, don't fuck with my motherfucking man. And she was one of those like, why would you talk to them like that? I don't you give a what? fuck. You know what? I Okay, like, yeah, my ex-wife, that was a pretty healthy relationship until we moved to Texas. And I love Texas. And I took a lot of, I took a lot with me in Texas. You know, like, I want to go back to Texas. Okay. You know, not, and it has nothing to do with the relationship. Right. The people I met out there, like, just... They become your brothers, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. My boy JT, Slim. It seems like in that has, area, bro, like, family, you're welcome. Like, when yeah. we lived in Tennessee, and you ask somebody how you're doing in Tennessee, be ready for a conversation. This ain't shit like L.A. No. Hey, what's up, bro? How you doing? I'm good. Man, move on. Move on. Nah, this shit is literally like... Well, my dog died yesterday, and oh, yeah. Sally had to come and take her. Bitch, I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they will treat you like you're one of them. Yeah. And so with that, <clears throat> I got some good things out of that relationship. But it became unhealthy, I believe, in Texas. So I can't say that was the healthiest because it, it wasn't. Right. Um, okay. What made it unhealthy? If you don't mind sharing. No, it was, it was just a lot of conflict of of interests and beliefs like i do so much to get to a a standard that they would portray that they wanted right right try to fucking try to live up to them yeah you know what they want but but you get to a point where you you don't ever feel good enough so then it's 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 arguments and they aren't very let's for lack of a better term, let's say confrontational. Not that confrontational is in a negative way, but right. addressing someone or or somebody right. um, about an issue you have with them. No, it was like behind closed doors meetings, kind of de- like you know all these. Yeah. It what like me? I'm blunt. Yeah, I'm gonna get in your face. Like right. we, like we got problems. Exactly. And that was too much for some people. Right. But it's like no, address it now. I've been through this, man. I'm I'm thirty something years old. I got kids that are exactly. almost as old as your youngest sibling, uh-huh. your youngest daughter, whatever. Right. And you know, so, but so we can honestly say you don't have you have yet to meet a, no, a because, healthy relationship. I mean, and the girl I was with before her was about six years. You know, that was a up and down, back and forth thing. Okay. You know, and then uh, many, many, many breaks. So that's why there was there's other girls I may have seen in between. You know. The back and forth. Then, you know, my kid's mom. But that wasn't healthy, but my kids are. No, that's good. You feel me? My right. kid, Me and my kids, we love each other. I got some wonderful boys, man. Like That's what's seriously, up. Seriously. I, you know, even Erica, my daughter Erica, like her brother Jesse. Man, I yeah, got he some got, good. He got seven boys that are real good. Um, two, <laughs> two he claims. You know what yeah, I mean? I, I get it. Bunch. You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't have... I wasn't blessed with that. You Roxy, know? Andrew. I got a, I got a only I got a only child as a daughter. Yeah. And Melissa Melissa's pretty healthy. That's, that's pretty all right. But, you know, every relationship has its up and downs. You know? No, it does. It does. Um, it's crazy, man, because, you know, when you when you look at just people like... we Like, we really don't get to know people. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's kind of what I do about this podcast when I when I have my people on, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't always just invite the addicts, but I invite like, you know, sometimes some real party live people that hopefully can entertain y'all. And 
Brett is an entertainer above all. Like I said, this dude DJs. Um, he 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 did the rap group thing. I mean, he's he's driven around the world. Like, what name some of the tell tell everybody what it is that you do. Well, with with entertainment, I mean, it started as you know stand up comedy. Uh huh. But you know, my I owe a lot of my entertainment stuff to my pops. He's a blues musician. Been playing the piano since he was four years old. This dude is a badass man. Like, oh, that's beautiful. Like, I've seen him play my entire life. Still to this day, when I see him getting down, man, uh-huh. it still gives me chills. Like, it's he's dope. So I got that kind of from him. And when I was a kid, I played saxophone and a little bass guitar and piano. But I, and I was flute. more, I was more, no flute, flute, no right? flute, no, no saxophone, no, no. You flute. didn't do a flute, no flute. What did I read that at? Uh, you just made that up. <laughs> That's probably what I did do. Yeah, I, I probably did. That's probably what he did. I thought I heard flute somewhere. Mm-mm. Not in the way your tone was? No, piccolo? No flute. No piccolo. All right, man. The skin flute. The skin flute. If anyone yeah, heard that, know? that's my brother Jonathan. Yeah. He's up in the building, too. Um, no, I, I saw, but I was always in sports, so I deterred from music like around high school. That's true. But, um, yeah, I got into comedy. And you can't do flute and do flags at the same time. Not at the same time. It's contradictive. Yeah. But about 30 years old, I got into comedy, and it it helped. Like, it was therapeutic, man. And that's how it started, and then um, I started getting into other things. And I saw where people were making money doing things and where people were getting extra practice doing things. And I got real good at hosting, which helped me great with writing material and being oh, able to... Oh, he's a fabulous host, y'all. Yeah, you know, not fuck up and, and bounce back if something don't hit or if a crowd member's being loud. Like Right. And then I got picked up with a record label, uh, JP. You know, he heard uh, I was hosting hip hop shows for Bluntweiser. Okay. And um, JP had me host some of his shows, and then me and him did a show in Reno. It's my first out of state show. Nice. And because of JP, man. And um, we're in Reno, and he's like, "Yo." I want you on GRE, and he gave me the chain and the fucking emblem and shit, and I was just like, hell fucking yeah, like this was, you know, this. <laughs> That's what's so dope about like, Brett Miller. It, it was Something cool, that's bro. corny as shit, he <laughs> yeah. can turn and make it gangster. This motherfucker <laughs> is is a David Hasselhoff crip, you know what I mean? Because David Hasselhoff would rock some crazy shit, I don't know if y'all know the, ba- the fucking Baywatch. Baywatch shit, but I'm just saying, you make shit cool, this motherfucker got a belt. Was it the belt that said Brett Miller or some shit on it? Remember, he had a belt. I don't know why I was looking down at your belt. That's some real no, gay no, shit. No, 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 no. It wasn't my belt. No, it was my sunglasses. They spelled my name across it. It said, I am Brett as is, across my sunglasses. Yeah, this motherfucker kept... make every... He, he the king of cool, man. <laughs> he the king of cool. I know this because my girl, she talked about him and... They said he. She said she made out with him. So I guess that was Yo, her fantasy. Wow. You know, and, honestly. I mean, I didn't get mad because I got pussy that night from her. You know, I. I was a little disturbed when she was like, "Hit this shit, Brett," and I was like, "Ah, you know, who gives a fuck?" You know what I mean? I don't think that happened. No, I know for a fact, dude. I did not make out with your girl, bro. I love that you bring that up. That is fucking hilarious. I mean, I would never do that. I get it. Some dudes don't call getting your dick sucked making out, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's okay. You know what I mean? Damn, did she say she sucked my dick? No, motherfucker. Oh, now that's like, a lie. Wow. She okay. just said you played the flute really well. You know what I mean? No. Damn. No, I ain't never made out with her, dude. Uh, she was always really nice and shit, but man, I. I got. She was really I, nice. Look, That's cold look. for like. I knew she liked me and shit, but hey, I wouldn't she, do that to you. But I wouldn't do that to you. I wouldn't do that to you. Hey, you. Real no talk. Point, check, check it out, bro. 
I don't. I, this may sound all fucked up or whatever, but I can get my own. You know what, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I don't need to fuck with nobody else's. Yeah, that's, take somebody's man. That's just not how it gets down. And that's what's dope. That's what's dope about Brett, man. If the motherfucker. He says what he means. He yeah. means what he says. Like, I know like, this because he got me a bag of coke one time, and oh I was unbelievable. Because I was like, oh holy shit. God. Like, really? I just go to ATM down the street, and you can hook this up? <laughs> yeah, man. Give me five minutes. And it was unbelievable, you know? I was like, I don't know if shit. that happened either. Nah. It did. <laughs> you just did it. He did like the white people shit. Like, I never seen him do it. I just knew I didn't have no more of the bag, and it was in his possession. You know what I mean? No, but. No, that, that never. No, you're right. I don't ever give up a bag. <laughs> I get fucked up because motherfucking homies will send me to go buy dope and they'll give me the money. And I love my friends because they know, fuck, we just sent him to go buy the dope, which means we're probably going to have four lines left. You know what I mean? Out of an eighth. Hey, that's the price you pay. You know what I mean? I got to travel with it. You know what I mean? I I take the risk of getting pulled over. I'm taking most of it. Funniest story was, man, because when I was I was selling coke once. I swear. Funny story. No, it was, man. Like, my boy was giving me the bags, and I would sell it, but I would take my my, my little, like, 10% off the bag. Are you allowed to discuss this? Yes. This is confession from an addict. Who the fuck? No, I just, like, like ain't no one gonna... I'm not, in, I'm not like, there's not an indictment on me no, where no, it's, no, like, but I mean, court case. I'm just saying, like, your homeboy... Because if I'm... I'm not... Na- I don't name names. Okay, okay, cool. Because I was going to say, if I'm sitting here and listening to your shit, I'll be like... I'm going to beat this motherfucker up. And that's why this is the liveest podcast. I don't say names. Okay, so anyway, go, Steve Espinosa was buying some dope from me, right? <laughs> fuck out of here. This is my show. I do what the fuck I want to do. And Steve, if you listen, that. man, you know I, I got that. love for you. Steve Espinosa was buying dope from me. I had a partner. He didn't have to put his hands. He didn't have, All my people that I sold to was my people. He didn't have to see him. And it was the funniest shit. And that's why I loved about getting high. That was my only, like... Real like this motherfucker really do it on a real different level. I'm getting I, I, so I I meet up with Steve. He give me the money, but he doesn't give me the money first. I pull out his bag. <laughs> hey man, what the fuck you doing? Fuck you mean what I'm doing? I'm I'm taking hits off his bag and shit. That'd be sixty bucks. I'm not paying you sixty bucks. You just snorted up my shit, <laughs> motherfucker. You gonna pay me the sixty bucks? To take the rest of this goddamn bag? <laughs> I felt like real life gangster. So like I'm gonna so fuck. <laughs> That and was your traveler's fee. That was my traveler's fee, you know? And At least you did it in front of him. Like, I'm showing yeah. you that I'm doing it. I, I, You know, and that's why I'm like, I think that has saved me from getting my ass whipped. Because people have to process first. Brett's Can also you, saved you from getting your ass whipped. Yes, he has. Or I'm going to let you I tell heard. your version. No. <laughs> and then we're going to tell this once and for all. <laughs> what the fuck really happened? But yeah, I think a lot of times with me, it's that wild fact, like, I can't believe this motherfucker did this. And by the time they realize they want to whoop my ass, I've already left the fucking seat. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? I'm already out of here. I'm already gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then I'd be driving like, damn, I almost got my ass whooped. That's a trip. <laughs> you know? Speaking of ass whooped, yes, there was a, there, so there was an incident at MTL and it was beautiful. Because see, this is one thing. When you're a comedian, you don't give a fuck if it's four people in the audience, five, you know. Nah, nah, you, you, Doing th- he said four or five. You know what I mean? He didn't go five That's, or twenty-five. You know what I'm saying? No, four or five. You know, because because <laughs> you know why Brett only books me for the five or, or the ten people no, because he can't bullshit. save me from everybody. You no, know what I mean? Because see- <laughs> I offend people. No, the thing is, is what happens is I book people that work well together, and whenever I book people that you work well with. 
none of y'all can bring anybody. You're right. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm fucking. No, nah, you're right. Around. I mean, <laughs> and you know that's part of the game that comedians want to look down upon. Oh, and the only reason know. I look down upon it on this: if you're gonna pay me to be, are you gonna pay me to be a promoter? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Are you gonna pay me to bring? Because this is your show. Yeah, I get that, and and so I'm kind of in the middle with what they call bringer shows. See, there's a proper way to do it. You know, you could have four or five guys that can bring right ten to twenty people each. Right. That they still brought, but they got a solid little following. And you don't have, you know, like I don't know why. And I get it. Someone that books a show, you're trying to count heads. So you're like, I know he's worth fifteen to twenty. I right. know this guy's worth six. You know, you're trying to you you build but, that but, shit up. But what ends up happening is I know a lot of people get pissy when there's like twenty comics on a show and everyone's only doing three minutes. You know, where that's the thing too is is like with me, I've had people stop going to some shows because they're like, dude, I want to see you do your thirty minutes, your right. twenty minutes. I don't. I don't want to see you do five minutes, seven minutes. Yeah. Like, you you get into you. Like, like And that is true. That's what's so difficult. So that's the only thing. But at the same time, if you are, let's say, fucking famous, or you could bring 300 people right. to a show, well, technically, then they could, only, they could book just you, right? Yeah. And then, in theory, you are a bringer. Yeah. So, like, that's the thing. It's a, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's, double, it's a, it's a double-edged sword. Like it is a double-edged sword because, really, if Kevin Hart wasn't a bringer, he wouldn't Yeah, have you're his absolutely shows. right. He brings 350,000 people to an arena. That's what he does. And that's where I think, as comedians, we need to be more aware of that because it's like, no, you are your promoter. You are a salesman, a businessman, and all that and, shit. And in reality, you are your own entity. In order for you to be famous, you're just the biggest bringer. Yeah. Like, like, that's true. That's very period. true. So yeah, way to change my perspective. So what? Pretty much the breath saying I ain't gonna be getting booked on any shows. Because <laughs> it's salty for me. Because there's been times when I've done shows in L.A. when I brought half the audience. Now see, and here's the fucking embarrassing part. I've done. I brought too. half the audience. Majority do twenty yeah. minutes. Do a killer set. And you look at, because they see, I come from a, a sports background, so I'm very competitive in the sense of, if I killed it for the night and you had all these whatevers, I made your fucking night. Yeah. And this is the one thing, this one dude made a mistake. He pulled out this fat-ass wad, and here go my little $40 off the shit, when I know part of that fat-ass wad is them people that I brought to this yes, motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So all I'm saying is, if you pay people what they're worth, they'd be you more likely more, to get, bring motherfuckers. You get more out of them. And I've done a show in L.A. before. It was at the comedy store in the belly room. And it was, quote, unquote, bringer show. Yes, you belly know, but, but there's only, say, six comics, seven comics in the lineup. They're banking off this. It was me and my boy, Zoe Johnson. And that's about the only name I'll Shout out to Zoe. I, I think love I know Zoe. Man, that's my boy. He can see the motherfucker. That's why I fuck with him. Yeah, I like dude, to see the people and, if you dude, can back your shit up. You should see me and Zoe together. But I don't want to. No, on the road, with you. yeah, bro, it's 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 nuts, huh? It's a dynamic duo right That's there. Dope, because it's like we are the yin and yang of of what cool is. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I like believe how it. you said I'm cool. Like that dude is me and that dude just vibe well, so well together, work so well together. It's it's retarded. It's it, cool. That's it's, a dope. When you got a vibe man. like that, and you gotta since, keep it rolling. Yeah, man. And, and since day one, like I think. Maybe the second or third show I ever did with him, it was a road show, me and him to Fresno. Nice. Just me and him. So there was, 
I was going to do the comedy he was hosting. It was like a hip hop kind of comedy show. Nice. So that's that was a little and first to pull taste. that shit off is it can be hard, man. But if it was in Fresno, man, the and that's was what's bad. That's what's dope about this dude. This motherfucker works. Oh man, I'll, I'll go everywhere. And this dude works. Yeah, but um, we're at the comedy store, and me and him brought like all the people, but it was like too shy of what they wanted, so they were wanted to only give us so much time, and I'm like. Oh, fuck, I still got, like, 20 people here. You know? Dude, Zoe got 20 people here, bro. Like, like fuck that. That's that's a lot for the, the belly room. Hell right yeah. Here, you know, kind of deal, man. And, and and so they were, the promoter was all pissy about it. And I'm like, no, I brought what you asked me to do. I'm getting my time. And so I was like, what are you going to do, Brett? And I said, I'm going to run the fucking light. Bro, I ran that motherfucker three times. They hit me three times. I said, no. <laughs> hey. The third time was when I was like, okay, now like I got my time in for my people. They, they bought drinks. Fuck you. You ain't cutting their shit short. Exactly. And that's that's probably something that that's why I may never truly make it because I ain't playing those stupid games. I, I had that story young in my career. Um I did the Ha Ha Cafe. Shout out to Jack. Jack is a yep. dope motherfucker. Shout out what to up, him. Jack? And I hope they get that shit active. And I drank, speaking of Jack, I drank a lot of Jack that night before I went on. Had an amazing set. And the light came where I thought it was early. And the Jack Daniels said, yeah, I think it was early too, nigga. Let them know. This is how dope Jack is. I cuss his fucking wife out. In a sense of, I ain't never come back to this motherfucker. You been oh, on me shit. all night. When the fuck I need to go up and put, put in these names? And this was the place. And that's why I say when comedians tell their stories. Like, to me, epic shit, if, when you really make it, is when you could call a motherfucking spot. Like, I'm coming through. And you ain't even booked. And they give you time. I would yeah. call the ha-ha. Hey, can I do some time? Yeah. Come on down, cornbread. That was my name when I first started. Come on down. Yeah. It was all love. But for whatever reason, because the deal that m my brother worked out to get our people in half price or discounted off, she was upset. I could feel that energy right from the jump. This is where Jack is dope. He said, fucking cornbread, just run the fucking light. Then I don't give a fuck about the light. He didn't even acknowledge yeah. that I threw a fucking crybaby tantrum fit. He just was like, Cornbread, what's wrong? Like, just CB. run the fucking night. Hey, so CB's Cornbread. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was crybaby. You know what? Ah! <laughs> you know what's funny? Me and Ann, shout out to Ann Flag. I want her on the podcast next. Hope she listens to this. CB, for us, was Coke Buddy. Oh my God. That's <laughs> See, the funny. name works all the way that's around. Funny. It works all the way around. And so, I mean, like, it's just beautiful that this journey that we on, and I don't know where I was going after that, but no, nah, you put another perspective on it, because as, as a comedian, as anybody's working, you should always be promoting. That's one of my downfalls, because I see a lot of these videos and a lot of this shit, and I'm like, I need to find what angle I want to go with it, because I see a lot of copycat shit, and it's like, you see copycat shit, and then you just see shop value shit, that simple-minded shit, where you're like, oh, you just did that shit to, for the views and the likes. I can't yeah. be that motherfucker. Yeah. You know, no, I, I actually I get lazy with it sometimes because, you know, between doing comedy and especially, you know, with COVID and everything. And then a few years prior to that, you know, the this is where he's thing. so gangster. This motherfucker drove the country during COVID times and videoed some of the most epic shit. He got a woman digging in her ass. Yeah. And yeah. then smelling it. Yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy. That, that, was, was, that was in Salem. 
but it's like what what what's blessed me is this comedy journey. You know, uh, so you know, back to JP and and all this, and because of JP and GRE, you know, we we put some tours together. I've been fortunate enough to tour the country seven times doing comedy and hosting. Seven times, y'all. Yeah, man, it was a fucking beautiful thing. Well, now I have this network, you know, through the country, and then I've always done construction. So now it's like wherever I'm at, I know people that do this, that, and the other, and I'm like, yo, hey, you know, nothing's going on, COVID and everything. I said, but I'm coming through. I'm, anyone got work? This and that. I'm building benches. You know, uh, <laughs> this dude will build you a house. Like seriously, y'all, rebuilding with houses, all the shit re- we had in here. Remodeling houses. They give everything. you a weight bench, half off, half you know? off weight bench. I got guitars too. I play the guitar. See. See, Brett, Brett, when we first talked, he's like, oh, my life, I just wanted to go fast and fuck bitches. So I get it. I'm My, my game is this. All my game to me is my face. And it was baseball because it gave me my confidence, arrogance, whatever the face hey, you, you want to fuck. You played ball, huh? Dude, yeah. I, love, I played ball. I love ball. I mean, oh I played in God. college. When I got to college, I was like, all right, I think this, you is, played the, in college? I think this is the level I'm going to stop at because these motherfuckers – are really good. Really good. You know, like the division I was in had a lot of. Weak... <laughs> I didn't know you played in college. Yeah. yeah, I played. I played against Long Beach State, and you know, my coach was like, "Long Beach State likes you." But what happened with me is I'm an arrogant fuck. This like I don't want to work that hard, you know, and and I regret it every <laughs> I fucking could, day. I could, yeah, I you know. Could, yeah. I mean, it was I times <laughs> like it was one time. Like this is this is who Griff is. There was one time. I was taken out of a game, and I left. I left, just left the game. Got my shit, drove. My girl was in the stands. We went to fucking, uh, we were going to see the Renaissance thing, but it cost too much, you know, so yeah, that didn't yeah, happen. Yeah. went to dinner. I come back to fucking practice on Monday, and the coach is ripping my ass in front of everybody. Really? Because I said, oh, I had to go. I was sick or whatever the fucking bullshit I made up. And he's like, fuck that. You quit. You quit on this fucking team and such and such and you you let us all down or whatever the this fuck. And I'm standing there like, who the fuck is he talking about? No, and I was me. Everybody knows. That's who Griff is. I'm a brash motherfucker that's going to do what the fuck he wants to do. You know. God damn. Yeah. So I look at people and I'm like, like, man, I was in Little League. I called a girl a bitch. I was suspended for eight games. Still made all-stars. Like, I'm like. What position did you play? Well, in college, it was like center, left field, and the bench. Like a lot. Bench, a lot. It was like it was like you know when they put the when they put the fucking starting lineup up. You don't even have to get up to look. You're like, right. like who am I warming me. up and left? It's you know not, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's not me. <laughs> it's not me. But it was great times. And yeah, yeah. On a lighter note, uh, <laughs> greatest coke movie of all time without naming Scarface. Oh, dude, that's a good. Um, uh, it's a good transition, a good, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. You know what I mean? Yeah, Talking about just, sports and shit. Let's and it's cocaine. Yeah. It, it goes hand in hand, I guess. Um, no, but putting that without name Scarface, because that's, that's a good point there, you know, because, God, everyone. It's a, that's the go-to. That's a go-to for anyone our age. I, I, I'm, I do this journal that I'm writing to my daughter, and I was telling, like, I, I do messages each, in each, like, like, either either messages would come to me during the week. Like, and one of the things was I was, like, telling her, always be honest to yourself. You know what I mean? And so I mentioned the line, like, all you got is your word and your balls. I put that to her. Like, granted, she ain't got balls. But yeah. you know what I mean? 
that shit was so pivotal because at the end of the day, who the fuck you are is all that matters. That's it. Don't That's matter it. if you broke, any of that shit. So, I'm going to give mine. I, I will say Blow was the greatest movie Blow. compared to Scarface. That was good. Yeah. I Now, I loved um, Fear and Loathing, even though it wasn't just Coke. Oh, you is know, that with Nicolas Cage, right? No, no, that no, was with, that wasn't. Um, uh, Johnny Depp, Benicio oh, yeah. del Toro. They were doing all kinds of drugs, but there was coke in it. Uh-huh. Know, so I think of that too. But yeah, no, that wasn't really a coke movie. Um, but if it was a drug movie, it was a drug movie, very much so. Fuck what, dude? I have I have some in my brain. I can't think of the names. Well, you can get back but to blow, it. Blow blows a good one. Blows a good one. It is, yeah. You can get back to it. Okay. Because this is now the segment, and hopefully this will charge your brain. This is a segment I just thought of right now. This is a game I want to play with Brett, just Brett as is alone. <laughs> it's called, It's Time to Play, You May Have a Drug Addiction. I do my own music. No. Okay. So... You're down to your last forty dollars. All right. Do you ask your do- your dealer for forty dollars worth or credit for forty dollars? Oh, I go try to double up. I go get something I can sell, make eighty. Then I got forty to spend on drugs, and then forty to keep. <laughs> Damn, that's genius. See, I don't even know that's see. Cause see, I know Brett is one of the dabbles in the life, but he doesn't go overboard. Yeah. Like, no. De- Brett does it for party. Me, I've done it just because I need to escape, and I don't want to call my mom a bitch tonight. And so I just be in my bathroom the whole time getting high and loaded, you know. That's good. That's Real good. because I could go and, dude, I can turn 40 into 80, 80 into 160, you know what I mean? Like Businessman. Like, I And then to. Marcus meets him later and gives him the 160, you know what I mean? So he's like, I know he'll spend this money, you know what I mean? Sorry, Elaine, uh, mom, but I got to get your son. He's No. All right, all right. I, I had three questions, but yeah. We, okay. we did the top three. We, we're going to do this next question. You're in a room, right? With whiskey, a Brett ass is CD. This man has a CD out. I have two. He has two CDs. Name those CDs. It's, uh, the first one is Brett as is, I'm a thug for realsies. And that one was, it was made uh, for my first tour to go on and have an album for the road. So I do love it. I dig it. It's the foundation of a lot, but it is nothing like some of the live recordings I have. Okay. You, you know what I mean? Like, it was stuff that we had at that moment. Oh, that's cool. You know, because I was only in the so game. So you get glimpses of Brett. Yeah, and I, and I was only in the game for kind of a short amount of time when I was already, I was already starting to do that. Okay. And so, some like, there was a couple recordings which were the best quality that we had to put on an album. Okay. That They're funny and shit, but... They're not necessarily, say, my favorite. And I'm not bagging on my own shit, but I've done so many different things so much better, and I, I just feel that that isn't necessarily an entirety of really what um, I can, The essence of I you at do. this moment. I can do right. on stage, or I can do for a crowd. Let's get a product out. Yeah, I get your name get out. It's, out. It's, and, it, and I love it, though. It, it, dude, I love it. It got me a lot of shit, and... Where can I find both of those? Uh, they're on, you know, iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, YouTube. Okay. It's Y'all on go that, check on that out, man. Uh, Grim Reality Entertainment um, on the website, Grim Reality Entertainment uh, or GrimReality.net, I believe it is. 
you can find my t-shirts, my albums, everything. We got new, uh, my second album, uh, Don't Get Married. Uh, which, <laughs> I which love is, it. Yeah, which has a lot of um, stuff about my, you know, stand-up I did about my divorce or relationships, things like that. That's I actually was making that, going through it, and it was cool, man. I was going through it, and I needed some, like, you know, pick-me-up, and I posted on all my social medias, like, you know, because I'm always like, I'm a thug for realsies. Like, yeah. That's kind of my joke, right? And I said, you know, send me a picture of you throwing up your set, you know, something. If not, no set or anything. I don't care if it's West Side, East right. Side. It's not a fucking real thing. That yeah. Just send me that. If not, maybe the middle finger or smoking a blunt or something. Right. Dude, I got so many people sent me shit. And then I took pictures. See, that that's I when had. you know you're real, when you get love from the community. Yeah, and I and, and it was because I was living in Texas at the time. Right. And but I've done the tours, so I'm getting shit from people in in California, you know, New Mexico, Arizona, Colorado, Wyoming, um, Nevada, uh, uh, Texas, you know, all these places right. I've been, and my family, and then I, I uh, my buddies that I was living around, living with, and. So I had these pictures, and I found pictures of like people that are helping me too, like my brother, my moms, my dad. And I made a whole photo collage of all these pictures, and that is the back art of my entire CD cover album. Telling y'all, man, this dude is a visionary. Fuck with him. So yeah, here's the question: You're in a room with whiskey. Okay, yeah, yeah. Back to that. My a bad. bread ass. No, you yeah, you good. A bread ass CD, some pussy, and your drug of choice. Which one are you finishing first? Oh, uh, the whiskey, most likely. Yeah, see? Yeah, no, yeah. Because, like, well, see, he fucking up. Because, hey, you know what? I'm alcohol what. is always one of those, like, is it a, is it a drug? But it, it well, really is, because it, it will enhance or it, it alters who you are. Because here's the deal. But the whiskey, let me tell you, t- go whether, ahead. Whether, whether the drug of choice. Do you I have a drug of choice? Not really. I mean, I smoke some weed. I, I just, I'm more of a drinker and a cigarette smoker. Right. Um, I've done some other stuff, but I like smoke some weed. in the bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Possibly. I mean, I won't tell him how I sucked no. you off to get it. Well, no, good. that's that's a lie. No, uh, that is. Yeah. <laughs> no, um. So the drug wouldn't really matter, and the thing is, is no matter all of those other three choices, right? The drug would be something I would do towards the end, or maybe the very beginning. It wouldn't be like the first choice. I say this because I'd probably be drinking the whiskey. While I'm listening to my CD and fucking the bitch, so those three at things the same time. would all be happening okay. at the same time. Okay. And that yeah, teach drug me. Would just be... See, my drug. That's why I knew. Like Richard Pryor said, you know, you got a problem if the pussy right there, and you go to the drug. And a lot of times, I'm like, hold on, bitch, I'll be right with you, and I'll be oh, doing yeah. lines of coke first. No. You know what I mean? No, I then would, I can't get up. I so will, then I'm just gonna finish off this bag. I will straight up be up in the pussy because here's the deal too. Out of all those things, the CD's gonna eventually end. The liquor's gonna be gone. And whatever drug it is is going to be out of here too, right? Right. But that pussy's still there. So that's what you're finishing last because it's still there. Like, it's going to be there. You know, you're going to be done drinking with her. But she's going to be talking to her time while you're finishing No, you could be still so. fucking her again. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Just hit it. Hit it. Oh, man. <laughs> this has been a great time. We got something special. We're going to go live. We're going to take yeah. a break. We're going to go live with it. But no, nah, man, this is a real good dude. I hope y'all really listen to this podcast. I hope y'all are entertained, entertained by it. Thank you all that do listen. I yeah. appreciate you very Thank much. You this is my brother. Y'all have a good day, man.